Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. To improve your reception of our signal on the long wave band, you could simply try lifting your radio set and turning it around a little bit to either the left or the right. Regular broadcasts will begin soon. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy! Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah! United States government just asked us to save the world. United States government just asked us to save the world. Years. Bruce added the bat line and Michael went, that's going to be in the preview. And lo and behold, it was. United States government has tested us to save the world. Bruce liked to say the phrase the United States, the United States of America. That's the only time it ever got included in the film. Just because I think, you know, what other America really are you talking about? I mean, to say the full name seems a little bit extraneous. And now, everybody is very psyched. You know who else is psyched? I'll give you a hint. They have four thumbs and they are these two guys. I am very excited. I am giddy. Our feature presentation. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Monday morning, the 25th of November. Hello. Allie's on vacation. Hello, Jensen. Mm-hmm. Hello. Michael Schneider. Michael Schneider, guys. Hey, it's Hot Carl and the Night Rocker. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Featuring a, me. It's a pretty good name. Yeah. I don't I, hate it. I'm writing it down. I is it, is it too it. late? Uh, that, that's my suggestion for the name no. in the new year. We're still taking, <laughs> we're right, taking, right. we're taking suggestions. Hot Carl and the Night Rocker featuring <laughs> Allie McKay. Uh, all right. I mean, she should get a nickname as well. We'll, she, work, on we'll, we'll work on that. Yeah, yeah exactly. So she's off this week. Michael Snyder is filling in for today. You're going to be the Allie. Yes, R.I.P. Allie. Yes. yes. I don't think she's dead yet. Okay. No, just be. No. Um, okay. but, but also, you're going to do what's happening for us all day long. I got some news. I got some scoop for you guys. Very so, excited. Looking forward to it. You even watch the American Music Awards. I, I The things I do for you guys. <sighs> you would have watched that anyway, day. though. In your gig, you would have watched that anyway, right? Possibly, yeah. but I, I actually watched uh, probably the whole thing, whereas maybe Ooh. I would have just watched clips before. So wow. No, the I way to thoughts. watch that show is to Instagram watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever I, they put up on Instagram. I, I'm even saying Twitter, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah. run a quick check to see who wrote something about it. <laughs> no, I, I watched that whole damn thing. Wow. So, and that's... And, to have a pro to do yeah. what's happening, I mean, Ali is a pro as well, but to have someone who, uh, your title's actually senior editor of Variety, correct? Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't go that that far with pro. Well, I, again, uh, you went to America, you, you watched the AMAs. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, enough for me. Professional, look it up in the book. By that's, the way, uh, we'll be able to play some highlights of the professional mm-hmm. who used to go by the name Dr. Mike. Yes. Yeah, I opened this up. This I only you, have myself to blame. You were kind enough. I... To send us a link yeah. to an mm-hmm. air check of you as Dr. Mike. <laughs> it, it appears what we didn't know is that he was a full-on pop radio personality in Hawaii. Well, one time. one t- I, 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 I was a guest DJ. Okay. I was 17. What? I had dreams. You were so much better than I was. <laughs> wow, really? I had dreams of being a hot jock on a flame-throwing radio station. But uh... Did you come up with Dr. Mike yourself? 
I did. Nice. Because, again, I was a kid. Sure. And honestly, I Dr. Needed... Mike, you said at one point, I think you said, and we're going to hear this later, uh, doing surgery till 11. Yeah. <laughs> doing office hours. Hey, that's, let's let's save the gold for All later, right, no, we've got plenty. <laughs> Listen. And you, I want to re- reassess. You have done. You did it one time. This is the one time you did it. Uh, I did a couple. Okay. All yeah, right. I All did. Right. Well, and, Dr. And, Mike, baby. And, and just to further the ridicule, I actually did do it on my own as well at oh. home. I had my own. At home? Imaginary radio station. And where's that? Uh, it's on this USB that I brought in wow. right there because such good I'm news. a giver. Okay. It's the holiday season. I'm a giver. Well, it's a mess, so I'm excited <laughs> to, to get into it with you. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about today's Kevin Abicho, shall we? Um, we have Bob Michael Snyder here. He's filling in for Allie McKay. We have great news because it's Monday. We have uh, Dr. Mike, like we told you. Mm-hmm. Uh, things you learned from television. Oh, that's timely. Yeah. Dave, the King of Mexico, says he's learned everything he knows from television. Which which is so insane. Which is insane because, as Jensen points out, nothing's really vetted that way. Mm -mm. But it explains a lot, I think, about Dave. Yes, tells you the whole story. I mean, he'll explain every single thing that he know that he's learned and from what TV show and why and how. Mm -hmm. So, so what show said that you don't use windshield wipers? Mm, That's a good question. I can't wait to hear. Was that an Alf episode or what show told you that AIDS has been cured? There's a couple of these. (laughs) Yeah. We yeah, tried to tell him about fiction, but he didn't, I don't think. understand. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Jen and Cody coming in studio for a recap of week 12 of mm-hmm. the NFL. Yep. And we have, we're going to talk to Eddie Ift a little bit later on this morning. Oh, boy, I have so many questions. Same. The dude finished the race. He did, and he did it almost alone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone and, dropped out along the way. And did he do it within 24 hours? That yeah. was his goal, right? He did. What was it, like 19? 19? Yeah. Wow. 68 yeah. miles. Yes. 68 miles. And almost everybody else dropped out, and he kept going. Yeah, yeah. But he's way, dead now, but I mean, it was a great run. During yeah. the weekend, we email back and forth stories and stuff, and we talked about Eddie, and then Michael, who was on our email chain for the first time, wrote back, I walked 19. I did, almost 20 this weekend. So I, I want to get into that. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why, why did you watch 20 this nope, weekend? Nope, nope, Save it, <laughs> save it for the segment. Oh, really? Yep. Like for the it. other segment? Yeah, I like it. We'll talk oh. about it at nine. Yeah, yeah. I'll I want to hear. And I'll tell you about the song that was in my head for the entire eight hours. Sounds? 20 miles. Well, that I can hear now. I, what yeah. song is stuck in your yeah. head for eight hours? I assume that you're uh, blaming us for something. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I am going to blame you for something. Okay. So okay. 20 miles all day from nine to five. And as I'm pacing down, you know, trying to you know, clear my thoughts, think about the world, mm-hmm. you know, this is a chance to really sort of, you know, look around, see nature, see the city, and, and really be at peace with myself. But instead, the entire time, as I'm walking, bump, 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 my cousin Tim. Yeah. Right. There we go. And he don't eat fiber. There we go. Yeah. Best good, song ever. It's a good jam. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we got all that coming for you. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin and Bean. Allie is on vacation today. Michael Schneider, the senior editor at Variety, is filling in for her right now with what's happening. R.I.P. Allie. Yes. We will miss her. No, she's still alive. She's still around. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so uh, it is Monday. Yes. So we talk box office. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyone see a movie this weekend? I uh, did not. I did. You did? What did you see? I saw two, and I want to ask a question about one, Parasite. Okay. Which is Parasite. My, my favorite yeah. movie of the year. Is yeah. that in the top five at all? It's it's uh, definitely in the conversation. Okay. People are talking about it. How long do we have to wait to talk about it? No, is I it a wait. mainstream Let's 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 not like. That's there, what I'm asking. There there are uh, actual uh, words at the bottom of the screen, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You do have to read it. That's you have to read the and, movie, and it's it, you did it. Let's, and I, I read it. Let, I didn't know that I had to read it. Yeah. 
Let's not gloss over that. I did read it. Okay. <laughs> and you still you, liked it. I did still like Are it. Are you yeah. saying how long can you talk about it because it's kind of a, a spoiler? Yeah. I, no one has really seen it yet. When That's when Best question. Picture is announced and it's obviously going to be in it, I think it will pick up. So I, I don't know if so it's not safe. not for a while. You're right. I don't yeah. know if it's safe for you to say something. No, def- definitely don't spoil it yet. But okay. did you love it? I loved it. Great. I'm just gonna leave it. There. <laughs> um, that's why I wanted to ask if we could talk about it because tell, there's so many things I, to talk about. It's too early, I, but I think it is. At least as of now, it is the best movie of the year. It is. Inc- it's like art, man. It's great. I've talked about it on the show before. It's it crazy. Is just very good. Yeah. Now, yeah. Jensen Adler's too young to have to uh, go to obviously. Parasite. Yeah, to yeah. go to Parasite. Go to Parasite. Yes. Yes. Definitely not Parasite. I'd have to really explain class ethics and stuff like that, <laughs> and uh, the difference between rich and poor. It would be rough. Yeah. 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 But but weirdly, he can read the subtitles. Oh yeah, he so loves it. He, yeah. He well, is actually, a genius. No, he, he, speaks, a baby he speaks genius. Korean. Oh yeah. Yeah. He doesn't doesn't yeah. need the subtitles. Yeah. He can actually not look at them. He can face the back of the theater. He gets it. Go to Koreatown Theater and not actually even have to. Worry yeah, about he gets that. It. Uh, but you did not take him to see Frozen 2. No, no, no. Too early. Uh, I, I assume at one point we'll be watching it on Disney+. Plus I got to tell you, being in the theater um, and just the theater complex and seeing all of the kids that were there, you're just like, oh, my oh, God. Massive. All the little yeah. princess girls and everything, they're all going to Frozen. It's yeah, just, massive. It felt like that's all anyone cared about. And yeah. why'd you go alone in the middle of the day to see Frozen 2? I love it. <laughs> what was the other movie you saw? I'm trying to remember. Oh no! We'll just say Frozen Two. Frozen Two. Yeah. You don't even remember it? I know it was Friday. It was Friday. Uh, go ahead. Okay. Well, right. Frozen Two busted the box office. A mm-hmm. uh, hundred and twenty-seven million dollars domestic. That is very way high. above expectations, and and actually the third best start ever for an animated film behind Incredibles Two and Finding Dory. Uh, internationally, it did huge too. Two hundred twenty-three million. So. This movie is going to easily surpass the billion-dollar mark. It's wow. uh, going to be one of the many that did this year. Uh, number one in 37 markets. Uh, so clearly, audiences were not ready to let it go. Mm-mm. File. <laughs> Are we going to have to do a whole file? Oh, that's, I think so. They, that's they, like five minutes into his I feel like we're yeah. going to have to do a whole file just on Michael, and we're going to oh, have to no. do it today before he leaves. Oh, no. It is It is just 550. I know. Okay. I know. Uh, um, so, so uh, nonetheless, uh, so the, it was a huge win, uh, but uh, in second place, Ford versus Ferrari right. uh, did pretty well. Sophomore outing, it did about $16 million. In third, it did okay, but I think uh, people were expecting more, and maybe it'll start to have a, a little bit of a burn. Uh, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It got about tw- uh, uh, $13.5 million. Tom Hanks, of course, stars as Fred Rogers, and it's about his relationship with a, a journalist uh, played by Matthew Reese, and I, I think we have a clip. We do. It's also about him and his the re- relationship that he had with his grandpa. Oh, yeah. yeah. As well. I get all soapy. Mm. You know, soap suds mm. all over me. And then my grandfather would take this hose and go like this with me. He'd squirt all over me until the soap, <laughs> you know, he'd rinse the suds off. So you were playing? Yeah, my grandfather and I did a lot of playing oh, together. Yeah. Yeah. This movie yeah. is different than I thought. Yeah. It's but rated R, by the way. Yeah. I will say Hanks, it's, he like got the the role down. I mean, he did sounds he? just like him. Yeah. He has the essence of, of Mr. Rogers. Yeah, including that scene, yes. which, uh, yeah, that, that, I think that was actually NC-17, which is maybe <laughs> why it didn't do as well as people expected. I did take Adler expected. to see that, though, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, suspense thriller 21 Bridges starring Chadwick Boseman. That's uh, the other followed. one I saw. That oh, was the other there one. You go. And by the way, Chadwick Boseman now has become, if 
he's in a movie, I'm going to go see him. He's a star. He's, he's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. He, before, he was just a great actor, and now after this one, I'm like, all right, whatever he chooses, yeah. I'm in. Yeah, I must watch. Yeah. So, uh, And then round out the top five, uh, War Drama Midway, which I know you also mm-hmm. saw a couple weeks ago, uh, got about $4.7 Rest of the top ten, playing with fire, John Cena, yep. doing his own little kindergarten cop. There you go. Uh, the Good Liar, Charlie's Angels, which is just a bomb. Yeah, that's a stinker. That thing like, did not do well. Last Christmas, uh, R.A.P. Alley, and Joker. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, okay, so guys, I have a story for you. Yes. Uh, I thought of you immediately when my colleague Joe Otterson at Variety broke this on Friday. Uh, it, it's just too good. Uh, so Louis Anderson. We love Louis we Anderson, love right? Yes, very yeah, much so. Fa- friend of the show. Friend very of the show. So. Uh, so he may have now found the perfect role. Oh, no. Is he a cat? Because if so, we cat. have to file that. So uh, Anderson set the star and executive produce a multi-camera comedy at Fox called Tingsley. It's described as an adult comedy about a family dealing with life, love, the pursuit of happiness, and their obnoxious insult-hurling talking cat mm. played by Louis Anderson. Now, yeah, according... to backfile it. Just, okay. <laughs> according... Thanks. To an individual close to the show, Anderson will appear on screen in a cat costume rather than lending his voice to a CGI or puppet I'm character. In. Wow, so, that's I'm wow. already in. Wow. You're in, right? I'm in mean, 100%. That's, that's pretty, a choice. Pretty incredible. This is, is he going to dive off a, of a board so, into a pool? Yeah. The special splash uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> Cats hate water. <laughs> uh, no word on whether he hates Mondays or right. eats lasagna, but that, uh, that that's definitely high on the list of, okay. of must-sees. I love Louie. Um, so is Michael Jackson uncancelled? Is uh, that well, we've had that conversation before, and everybody sort of feels differently about it. Like I'm okay with it. Streams because, are up because he's dead. Yeah, streams yeah. are up. We believe that we've walked these halls and listened to other stations. Yeah. We think that no one has stopped playing. But it. other people <laughs> like uh, are are troubled enough by his personal life and what they saw on that Finding Neverland show that yeah. they don't want to listen. Cancelled. Yeah. So so I don't know. I, I, I'm still in. Yeah, well, the producer of Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, Graham King, he struck a deal with the Michael Jackson estate for the pop star's life and music rights. Uh, he's he's going to make a feature film. Uh, so screenwriter uh, John Logan from Gladiator, The Aviator, he also did a couple of J- James Bond movies. Mm-hmm. He's going to write this. It uh, doesn't have a studio attached just yet, and they're saying that it's not going to be sanitized, although they did a deal with, with the with estate. The estate. Yeah, so, and, uh, you know, it is Bohemian Rhapsody, you could argue, was a pretty Very sanitized much. Very film. Yeah. as well uh, so so nonetheless they they haven't said yet if it's going to include the child sexual abuse al- allegations or things like that but you kind of have to right if you <laughs> I, mean, I would think so at this point you'd assume but uh, you know Bohemian Rhapsody did very well as we know and yeah. even got a, a, a Oscar for Rami Malek so yeah. Uh, you but know, barely touched on his sex life and his, uh, you know, what he faced as a gay man. They kind of hid that from Bohemian Rhapsody as well. So I, I don't think they're going to be tackling the big issues with this one. Yeah, I yeah. So, so we'll see. But that is in the works. Uh, speaking of MJ, Taylor Swift last night just broke an awards record long held by Michael Jackson, and I doubt he'll be reclaiming that anytime soon. Uh, I'll have that in the next hour. That's called a plug. Oh no! Well so done. we're oh, doing geez, it. We have a radio pro. <laughs> I didn't know that was happening. Let's move on to some birthdays. Uh, born this day, November 25, Christina Applegate uh, from Dead to Me on Netflix. Joel Kinnaman, uh, currently on Apple TV's For All Mankind. Uh, ben Stein from Win Ben Stein's Money. Tim Armstrong, uh, Love. friend of go. the show yeah. of Rancid, Operation Ivy, and more. Uh, birthday today. And also champion eater Joey Chestnut. My guy, my guy. Yes, Is your, he your guy. guy. I love him. <laughs> okay. It's my guy. <laughs> 
And I'm Mike Schneider, and that is What's Happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. The news is very, very depressing. It's which, gross, yeah. Which is why I don't watch. Mm-hmm. You're also because you're a kid. Because I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on every uh, Monday morning, we bring you great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News! My great news today is Dr. Mike. (laughs) (laughs) It is great news. Save it, save it. (laughs) Uh, No, my great news today comes out of Minnesota. Jonathan Jones is his name. Um, He's a little kid that only saw in black and white. Oh, this is a this is a problem that a lot of people have. He was unable to hold back his tears, though, after a gesture from his school principal allowed him to see color for the first time. There are glasses that cost three hundred and fifty dollars that you can put on and see color. That's great. And this happened to a little kid in school in the class. And he actually started crying. And this is some of the uh, audio from that. Jonathan Jones has been colorblind his whole life, but a teacher changed that this week. While he was teaching a class about colorblindness, Jonathan's teacher decided to buy him a pair of $350 glasses so he could see color for the very first time. And the reaction is just priceless. They're all yours. So what do you think then? Oh, he cried. That's awesome. Hey, come here. Oh, I'm so happy for you. Oh. Even cooler, his mom was so inspired by the teacher's gesture, she started a GoFundMe page to buy special glasses for other colorblind children. And I'd just like to bring up again, teachers really don't get paid no. well. No. $350 to get these glasses for one student is an amazing kind act from this teacher. And then the mom started raising money and they tried to raise $350 and they're at 28000 Oh, yeah. This wow. video was everywhere all weekend and for good reason. And for good reason, yeah. And everybody was like, let's donate. Let's get behind this. And that's, that's the beautiful thing of people actually just taking care of their fellow brother and sister and, and friends. the internet, man. The, internet, the internet is a garbage place. Can and be every great. once in a while, it comes up with something like this, and you're like, "Man, we should keep this thing around." Yeah, it's unfortunate this kid turned racist. No, yeah, no, well, he, no. It's he's, that's the thing is that everything now was he fine. Can see color. And now he's like, "Oh God, I didn't know that." <laughs> yeah, and he has, he's building the wall. He's doing all this terrible <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah. And that's my great news. Uh, when professional golfer Brandon Matthews found himself in a sudden death playoff in Argentina, it's a very high-profile tournament, he never could have guessed how it would end. The 25-year-old pro was setting up a crucial putt. It was from eight feet away. Uh, if he made the birdie, okay, uh, he would have ended up winning the whole tournament, and also he gets an immediate invitation to the British Open, wow. which is massive, yeah. right? So he's going for this putt. And right before he hits the ball, a huge, loud yelp came from the gallery, totally distracted him, and he missed the putt, completely losing the tournament. Uh, and he was furious. Uh, I-, I thought someone had done it intentionally, Matthews told GolfChannel.com. I was frustrated. I was in shock at what happened. They're very, very, very quiet and respectful at those tournaments. Like, they make sure no one does that. Yeah, yeah. and in-, in the U.S., you see it mostly on the drives, which isn't so much uh, a right. concentration-based shot, right? Like, you hear the, you know, the ba ba and all those things <laughs> right when they're going for the first hit, but not the later one. 
And so immediately the tournament director apologizes to Matthews for the outburst. He was obviously very angry with the situation until it was explained that the noise, a noise came from a fan with Down syndrome who could not, con- could not control his voice at the time. Matthews immediately forgot about the frustrating loss and asked to meet with the fan. And minutes later on Golf Channel, Matthews gave the unidentified man a huge hug, signed a glove for him with a smile and asked uh, loudly, did you have fun today? Did you have a good time? Matthews explained, I just wanted to make sure he was enjoying himself, that he had no hard feelings and that he didn't feel bad about what happened. I wanted to make sure he knew I wasn't mad in the end. Uh, So Matthews may have missed out on a huge prestigious spot in a golf tour, but he understood that some things are much bigger than golf, right? And also, it gave a completely different twist on a story that like sports and and the internet and all these things could have taken into a completely different direction. Right. And he sort of controlled the narrative and made it about understanding and being able to sort of uh, see other people's views and opinions and the things that they're struggling with. And for that reason, that's my great news! (laughs) And in related news, LeBron James farted on a fan this weekend. (laughs) That is true. That fan was totally fine and and deserved the fart, in my opinion. (laughs) Well, uh, my great news comes out of Maryland. Uh, Eight-year-old boy. Now, uh, Kevin, when you were eight... Yeah, throwing rocks at my neighbor, Robbie Jordan. There there you go. That's not great news. Mm -hmm. Well, this is... That's my great news. (laughs) It was, it was. Uh, This is a young boy named Tyler Stallings. He was just four years old when he felt compelled to help veterans in need. Uh, He saw some online videos about veterans, uh, and he saw that uh, there was one video in particular uh, about veterans struggling with homelessness. So this young boy, at first, he he wanted to actually go to the hardware store and build houses. I'm sorry, did you say he was four? He was four Mm -hmm. when he first saw these videos. So he told his mom, I want to go. I want to build these houses. Uh, And the mom said, you can't do that. You're four. Uh, So instead, uh, he actually contacted uh, the governor of the state, uh, who gave the boy a $100 grant to put to good use. So that single donation... Uh, ballooned into a mission that Tyler has continued to carry on. Uh, he joined the Maryland Center for Veteran Education and Training uh, to become an advocate uh, to help raise money and awareness for, for homeless veterans and the struggles that veterans face. He came up with an idea for something called Hero Bags, which are packs filled with clothes, bath products, food, and bedding uh, to pass out to homeless veterans. And so since since becoming inspired four years ago, that $100 uh, initial grant has ballooned to more more than fifty thousand dollars to help homeless veterans through his donation page. Wow. So he's now eight, and his mission continues. So pretty amazing. That sucks, though. That kid grew up to be a racist. That sucks. <laughs> no, that was the other one. Oh, all oh, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, wait, that wasn't the other one either. <laughs> <laughs> but he farted on a fan. Right. Which I know that's nope, very, yeah, not yeah, very yeah, odd. <laughs> but that is my great news. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is all I care about, Kevin. (laughs) Same. Allie McKay is off today, and we have a senior editor at Variety, Michael Schneider, filling in. Mm -hmm. And I didn't know that we had a radio star. (laughs) I thought we just, we were like, oh, he's great on the show. He's a friend of the show. Bring him in to fill in for what's happening. I didn't know that we had like a storied legend. I didn't either until last night. Much to your credit, you sent us a link saying, hey, by the way, you need to listen to my air check as Dr. Mike. Well, (laughs) yeah, I I brought this on myself. This was a joke. This was kind of just to mock myself. Sure. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize this was going to turn into an entire break. Oh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, maybe more. It might, we'll be, see. It might be two. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, you also brought in some today of you at home, which yeah. oddly is what Bean used to do, is in his own garage, he would like run radio shows and interview people. I was very Bean-like okay. growing up, to mm-hmm. tell you the truth. Yeah. I was obsessed with radio. I wanted to be a radio DJ. Mm-hmm. I made my own little imaginary radio station. Mm-hmm. I even like uh, created uh, drops. I, I, I you know, did this all on my little cassette recorder mm-hmm. and uh, you know, was, was sort of an imaginary DJ as a kid. So and, Jensen, what you don't know is that right. we... We have two clips from him in his garage. Great. First. Okay. And then. This is the origin story. Mm-hmm. This is this is like seeing the practice uh, run of Queen in Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> I didn't know. This is this is where the shades of stardom came from. Correct. Okay. This is Dr. Mike. Hello. I'm your president, George Bush. Oh. oh. Hey, <laughs> Uncle B- Georgie, what are you doing up there? Oh, yeah. no. You isolated that clip. Okay. Oh, no, no, I didn't isolate oh. it. We're continuing. But I just wanted to stop it and say he's doing voices yeah, and, I, I and back and Yeah, he does the whole, the whole conversation. I, I was doing the Dana Carvey, uh, George Bush. Sure. Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. All right. Yeah. Good yeah. to know. Yeah. Yeah. Get back, Dan. I am talking. Hey, what are you doing? Hey. Ah. You thought nothing to worry about. Oh, I'm a professional. Oh, there's like more music coming up, dudes. Commercial alert! Commercial alert! I mean... I love the drops. An ALF drop? <laughs> yes! Oh my god! I used How about to wa- that? I used to watch ALF and Roseanne to, and record, like, audio uh-huh. and then take those drops and create my little okay. imaginary radio shows. That's very 107 good. FM, right here with the good doctor during a Maximum Music November. Uh, <laughs> Timely. Could you hold on for a second? I'll be right back. What? What? Hold Live radio, it seems. Sound effect piece. Okay. Oh, Michael. The doctor. (laughs) The good doctor. (laughs) That's me walking back. Okay. Oh, sorry about that. Wow. <laughs> and then I go into rock with you. Oh, wow. This man. Uh, uh, patience with that one, right? I mean, sit with it. Yeah. Well, yeah I, so to be fair, I was 16. Yes. And that was that was comedy. For the record, thought you were younger. But sure. <laughs> 16, I'll give you Should have gone with eight? Okay. Going, yeah. Yes. Um, so now tell us about 
I-94, whatever this is? Yeah, so the, this was an actual radio okay. station, a uh, Top 40 station in Honolulu, where I lived, mm-hmm. uh, went to high school. And they did a uh, a thing during the holidays where we're making wishes come true. Mm-hmm. Now, this was mostly, you know, to help people pay their bills or, you know, to do something that was altruistic. Me being a 17-year-old high schooler thinking, I just want to be on the radio. I emailed, or not emailed, because there was no yeah, email back sent then. a letter. Sent a <laughs> sent letter. A, a carrier pigeon. I sent a letter. Smoke signals. And I said, I want to be a DJ. Can I come on and guest DJ? And for whatever reason... They said yes. And what is it? What, what time? What time so, are you on? This was uh, like on a Friday evening. I think okay. honestly, the the regular jocks just wanted to get out of there or smoke in the back or yeah. something. They're like, sure, we'll, we'll give you an run. hour. Yeah, okay. Let the kid run. The, they literally made, let me run the board, which is insane. And just to be clear, you're not a doctor. I <laughs> <laughs> good to know. <laughs> I just thought that was a cool radio name. Okay. So. Hey, what's up? It's Doctor Mike here on Hot I ninety four. All right, Emma, don't hurt yourself, man. The switch is on to the fresh one, Hot oh. Line 94. This is the good doctor, Dr. Mike, with you on a Friday night. Yo, we're giving away over $200,000 in cash prizes and vacations. And granting Christmas wishes again Monday with the morning luau. Happy holidays from Hot Line 94. All right, I just I want mean, to say this. He ran the post. I just want to say this. In all, in all honesty, at 17, I yes. hadn't even thought about radio yet. Mm-hmm. And my first three years were, he's already past me. <laughs> right. He's already better than I was. He's got a vibe. He's got a vibe. You found us. We're Hawaii's fresh new music mix, Hot I-94. This is your guest DJ for tonight, Dr. Mike. Want to say hello to all you guys out there from Radford High School and anyone else who wants to make a dedication, call us right now at 296-94 right now. 94. <laughs> right now, here's Surface and the first time. And the first time. Oh, yeah. I mean, pretty good, man. The way you say say fresh, he's like, it's fresh. He's like, (laughs) although in the last clip when you said yo, I'm not positive you pulled that off. No, no. And you missed, by the way, the part where I was like, hammer, don't hurt yourself. (gasps) Oh, I didn't hear that part. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Timely reference. All right. Hot I-94 with Hawaii's fresh new music mix. You know, like I told you earlier, the sold out New Kids concerts come in February and the stage of stars of Tony, Tony, Tony. Salt and Pepper and Stacy Kimiko is coming in January. For more up to the minute concert info, it's Hawaii's Fresh Hot I 94. I mean, I gotta tell you, it's good. It's good. So, wait, okay. So, okay, what, because all of us had to start at some point and yeah. we're much worse than that. So, what happens at that point? Do they go, oh, this kid's better or than we thought, or does it just like the wish and it goes away? No, the, 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 well, the wish kind of went away, although there were other radio stations where I also got to guest DJ and okay. I went to college. I did college radio. Uh, you know, I've done bits and pieces here and there, but, uh, you know, never, never did fulfill that complete dream mm. of, of being Kevin Ryder. Okay. And by Kevin Ryder, you mean Dr. Mike. Hawaii's fresh one, hot I-94. This is a good doctor, Dr. Mike, with you in surgery till 11. In surgery till 11! (laughs) He's playing it up because he's a doctor. He's got the character. Did you wear scrubs and gloves and stuff? (laughs) Hawaii's fresh one, hot I-94. This is a good doctor, Dr. Mike, with you in surgery till 11. All weekend long, we're giving away stocking stuffers just in time for Christmas, so keep listening for your chance to call in and win on Hawaii's fresh new music mix, hot. I ninety four. I gotta tell you, he's flamethrowing right now. Did yeah. you? Did you like? Did people come in and were they like, "Whoa"? Or did, you just felt like you were in a world by yourself, like no one really cared? <laughs> did they give you any feedback? It was. It was not. I, I'm not joking when I say this is good. Well, like yeah, if this was a Make a Wish kid and, and they and they and they wanted to play for the Yankees, you hit a couple good doubles right. and maybe one home run, and then they were like, "Just goodbye, kid." Uh, enter- did you get any response? Not really, huh. to tell you the truth. Wow. But Entercom, I am available. Right. 
Hawaii's fresh new music mix, Hot I-94 with Dr. Mike. Okay, this song goes out to Gina over at Pearl Harbor from the good doctor, Dr. Mike. Okay, now, okay you're giving your own... Are you positive? <laughs> you, you, do you know how dedications work? Because usually somebody will call and say, oh, I'd like to play a song for my girlfriend. Exactly. Well, you, this was my one time on the radio, so I'm giving the shout-outs And you were, was Bring this a girl down. you were trying to date? So, possibly, okay. yes. This is a girl you were trying to impress. <laughs> this is the most and embarrassing. She, yeah. she was the one, by the way, when I told her I was doing this, she was like, can you play some Stevie B for me? <laughs> and it happened to be on the, the sheet, so it's like, hey, I'm hey, playing I'm some playing Stevie it. B for you. Boys, fresh new music mix, Hot I-94 with Dr. Mike. Okay, this song goes out to Gina over at Pearl Harbor from The Good Doctor, Dr. Mike. I got that letter from the postman the other day. Stevie B. I'm hot. I'm yeah. 94. Sad on it. Sad on it. Just let it sit. Ah, listen to that music. All oh, those early 90s the second jams. worst thing that happened to Pearl Harbor. Yeah, maybe the first. Maybe the first. I'm 94. Stevie B. Coming up at 11 o'clock. We got Club I-94. On deck, we got some more fresh new music, so stay by. This Christmas, do you want to stand it? All right. By the way, fresh is incredible. The way you say fresh is fresh and hot. Fresh. Now that's very impressive. Agreed. And when he sent us the SoundCloud link yesterday, we listened to it and we're like, "That's really great." Jensen and I were texting back and forth. This is awesome. (laughs) What he didn't realize is that that SoundCloud account also led to another time he was on the radio under Mm -hmm. a different character named Brother Mike. There was only one other clip under your name yeah. and i search you know you can search in soundcloud right yeah yeah searched it found brother mike and when we come back we will listen to <laughs> brother mike because it is not as good and also possibly racist oh no <laughs> the kevin and bean show the world famous k-rock senior editor at variety magazine magazine at variety <laughs> Is Michael Snyder. He's filling in for Allie today. And, um, and now I really miss Allie. Right uh, about now. In the last break, we yeah. played some highlights of him being Dr. Mike. Which was sort of a very impressive radio debut at 17 years old. Yeah, agreed. It was awesome. And when he sent the SoundCloud link to us yesterday so that we could go through it, Kevin, smartly... Uh, which I've never said together, <laughs> right? figured out that there was a way to see other things that he posted. And he also posted under a different radio character that he did around that time called Brudda Mike. I can't tell you the well, excitement. It's the only other one that he posted. I can't tell you the excitement when I saw the words Brudda, B-R-U-D-D-A-H, <laughs> Mike. Mike. And I'd forgotten that I had posted this oh, yes. for you to see. Yes. But, uh, I was so excited. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So, so here, now what, how, when was this? This so, was your at CSUN. Yeah, this was in 2000. Mm-hmm. Uh, so so I did a Hawaiian music show uh, uh, for a couple years there uh, at CSUN. I didn't go to CSUN, but they had a radio station there that was community that anyone could come and do a, a show. And I <laughs> You're said, a creep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. You're, you love radio. I mean, I love radio, but you, you pre- basically <laughs> pretended to go to college I told there? you I was being like. No, though they anyone from the community could do a radio show. Really? On. And you had a very specific Hawaiian music show? Yeah, that's how I got the show was, I, hey, I could do a Hawaiian music show. They wanted to do like sort of art. And, and roots music. Did and you so, tell them the name Brother Mike, though? I, I did, and they somehow and they... signed off on it. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought they would have probably stopped at the blackface you wore when you did well... the show, but sure, absolutely. Is it racist? 
Okay, okay, here we go. <laughs> so here's Brother Mike. Mele Kaliki Maka. Stop everybody. it. Stop it already. All right. wow. Stop it already. So so to be fair, this was at <laughs> mi- so I did the midnight to three AM shift. Oh, they gave the Hawaiian the, uh, the, the show Hawaii- not that good of a shift? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. Yeah. So it was late at night and okay. I guess I just wasn't feeling oh, it. Oh, you were high. Oh, you were, There's you were... no way you're anything but high. All right, hit it again. All right. Mele Kaliki Maka, everybody. It's Brother Mike. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that That's my public radio voice. I love it, man. <laughs> I couldn't love it more. Go and the weather may be frightful outside, but inside we are playing holiday music island style. That's right. It's time for another holiday edition of Hawaiian Eye. Oh, my God. I don't want to say you're taking a huge step backwards You're saying from Dr. Mike. At 17, I think Dr. Mike was on fire. Right. I think this is some crazy level. Yeah. This is not but, as hot. But this this is me in my 30s, probably. I've, I've seen stuff. And, <laughs> I also I, love like, how hot you are, but you're like playing like just hula music. <laughs> like, we're going to get to fire on this. And it's just like Jason Mraz with a little ukulele. What did you play? Like, what was what was the music? It was just like... It was a mix. It was a contemporary Hawaiian. Right. It was slack key. It was just sort of... And, and this uh, thing in particular was the holiday episode. So sure. this was all holiday Hawaiian okay. music. Right. I love you, holiday. I love, I love, I love you, baby. <laughs> go, Jimmy, go. Love, love, love. Off their CD, Holiday. Hell yeah. Merry Christmas, baby. <laughs> Brother Mike, and we're celebrating the holidays right here on Hawaiian Eye. Mahalo for tuning in. Hey, if there's a holiday track you want to hear from the islands, give me a shout right now. 2007, we lost an ambassador of Aloha. That's right, uh, uh, the the great one. The uh, well, <laughs> you forgot his name. I, you forgot, forgot, his name. You forgot his name. Person from the state. I was thinking this because this is me. This is what I do. Is I just start putting in words. Kevin related to you because I don't know the name. <laughs> So this is this is brother Mike not being able to remember who died in 2007. Yeah. Which is fantastic. Yeah. 2007 we lost an ambassador of Aloha. That's right. Uh uh the the great one. That guy. The, uh, yeah. Well, you know, what 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 can be said that uh, hasn't been said already? About <laughs> Maybe that his name that was very mugs like. Wasn't that that was that was mugs like. Yeah. So he just finished that saying was. what can be said that hasn't been said about the great Don Ho. So right. now he's figured I, out the name. I couldn't remember Don Ho's name, which is crazy. On the Hawaiian music yeah. show. And now a really really heartfelt message. Other than he really uh you know when you thought about Hawaiian music for better or for worse, you thought of Mr. <laughs> Don Ho. By the way, Why did you say for better or worse? Because probably you're saying because he's like the name everyone uses and it's not it's commercial. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's the cheesy, like, right. you know, if, if you're really like a aficionado of Hawaiian music, you're like Don Ho. No. I hope that when oh, I Oh, so that was derision in uh, your voice. You're like, yeah, yeah, whatever with this guy. I hope when <laughs> I'm I die, Hawaiian. someone at my funeral says, you know, he was on the radio and for better or worse. <laughs> <laughs> and here he is right now doing the classic, of course, of all Hawaiian holiday tracks. Mr. Don Ho, the late great Don Ho, and Mele Kalikimaka. <laughs> oh, get it down low and sexy. So good. Yeah. Michael, Michael, were you wearing kukui nuts and a grass skirt while doing this? Or... If Bug, the answer's Bugs, not I... yes, I'm upset. Bugs, I think that's racist. Oh, <laughs> I'll see. Says Brother Man. Just to see what kind of reaction I get. Hey, happy reggae Christmas, everybody. It's Brother Mike. It's 1230. It's Hawaiian Eye. Here's Hoppa. Did you, um... That's good. How did you feel saying Brother Mike? Did that roll <laughs> I mean, off? 
it you, has, you're you're selling it. It has an I, island connotation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And honestly, like I, I feel like I had like reached the limit of Doctor Mike. Oh, uh, oh, I, oh I see. Right, Doctor right, Mike right. had run his course. Yeah, yeah. If mm. anything, my my uh, my uh, license had been suspended right. by the medical board. I like to think and... you thought you had a Hall of Fame career as Doctor Mike, and when you this is like I don't want to sully it with this Hawaiian show <laughs> from twelve to three. <laughs> right Brother Mike here, mahalo for tuning in. It is the special holiday edition of Hawaiian Eye. We're playing tracks from the islands that uh, remind you a little bit of Christmas of the holidays. And uh, Oh, Christmas of the holidays. <laughs> yeah, we all... <laughs> yeah. Also that it's 82 degrees there right now. And uh, the weather outside here in Los Angeles, uh, I would say it's windy. It's been rainy. It's probably about uh, low 40s. <laughs> just you know, there's ways to tell. <laughs> that sounds like my weather reports. <laughs> Even then, there's ways to tell. I know, I'd feel he's, like it's in the 40s. He's in Ali's position, but he's stealing mugs in. <laughs> <laughs> supposed to dip down to about 39 tonight. So so uh, crank up the KCSN, pretend you're in the islands, and let's, uh, let's uh, you know, bundle up together. Back to the music now. Here's Sean Avao, Mele Kalikimaka Iaoi. It's Hawaiian Eye. Man. You played that song a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's Hawaii. Mele Kalikimaka. Every song was Mele Kalikimaka. You played the same song over and over. <laughs> Just by different artists. The they only hours. had one popular song. <laughs> We're talking about senior editor at Variety, Michael Schneider, who used the name Brother Mike. B-R-U-D-D-A-H. <laughs> at CSUN. Chinko Pell, Chinko Pell, Chico all the way. Oh, a little local Christmas for you. Christmas at mm-hmm. my tutu's home, and guaranteed that's a song that's going to be in your head all day the rest of today or tomorrow. <laughs> so, uh, Brother Mike apologizes. <laughs> Brother Mike does apologize for this entire break. <laughs> I like that you say it's going to be in your head, you know, all day today. <laughs> maybe, day. maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe, well, it was, it, sure was, how... it was 3 a.m., so it was like, is it today? Is it tomorrow? <laughs> I have no idea for the three people I listening. I can't believe this wasn't during drive time. <laughs> that's a song that's going to be in your head all day the rest of today or tomorrow. So, uh, Brother Mike apologizes. Yeah. Brother Mike should apologize. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to everyone out there. Again? Yeah. Best of LA by Los Angeles Magazine. This is 88.5 FM KCSA. They didn't know about your show. LA Magazine. Northridge, Los Angeles. A broadcast service of California State University Northridge since 1963. Wait, you're starting to bring it now. Brother yeah. Mike's coming alive. He's, yeah, he's, he's getting fired. Top of the yeah. hour. Right yeah. at the end. <laughs> and streaming on the web at kcsn.org. This is Arts and Roots Radio for Southern California and the world. And Mele Kalikimaka. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Merry Christmas, Mark, everyone. We're appreciating you. I hope you know that. We're yes, not, we're not we laughing love it. at you. Were, you. You were better than all of us. Holy makahiki ho. Right. It's going to be a long week. Yep. <laughs> it's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. Mele Kalikimaka, everybody. It's Brother Mike. It's Brother Mike. Oh, yes. I've never been happier in my life. <laughs> I love it. SoundCloud, thank you for allowing yeah. us to search other things he's posted. Ali is out today. Senior editor at Variety, Michael Snyder, is here, and he's filling in with what's happening. Yes. Brenna Mike here, <laughs> filling in. Uh, miss you, Ali. Come back soon. <laughs> Please come back. Before Wait, was the that hour. painful for you? No, I, I Because you that. sent that, us Dr. Mike. I did send you Dr. We Dr. then that, found Brenna Mike. Right. That, that's on me. That is on me. Okay, okay. good. So, Kaliki <laughs> Tis the season. Tis the season. So, so I thought uh, this hour uh, we'd talk a little bit. You know, I, I cover TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've had me in many times talking about television. So I uh, thought maybe we'd talk this hour about what to watch this week, what's coming on. Uh, some Love things to, to check out. Uh, as Jen 
Jensen always mentions, there's way too much TV. We need so the help, yeah. There's a couple things that cut through the clutter. Now, not all these things you should actually watch, but I'm just going to warn you that these things are happening. Okay. Starting tonight with the Dancing with the Stars finale on ABC. Uh, you guys probably haven't been paying attention, but no. it's down to four people. Country okay. singer Lauren Elena and her partner Gleb. Which one's the... the yeah, only, we love Gleb. We that's do love the Gleb. only person Gleb. I love is Gleb. We're rooting for Gleb. So. But also, uh, who's the celebrity between Gleb and that woman? <laughs> Let well, me know. Lauren is the country singer. Okay, um, thank you. I think she was on Idol at some point, okay. but, uh, but well, it's all about Gleb. I was going to say, my really. celeb is Gleb. Yeah. yeah. Then you got Fifth Harmony singer Allie Brooke and her dancer Sasha. Okay. Uh, former bachelorette Hannah Brown and uh, her dancer Alan. Okay. And... Uh, all that's Kel Mitchell and his huh. dancer Whitney. So, for what it's worth, Hannah Brown is currently the favorite. Okay. Uh, so Sean Spicer long out of the mix. Yes. So at least that that uh, that is over with. But well, uh, I, I think I speak for everyone, and I say. Team Gleb. <laughs> oh, agreed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, also tonight, Freeform has something called Rap Battle, which should mm. be right up Jensen's I don't know anything alley. about it. What? I'm stealing my idea. Except it's W-R-A-P. Oh, yes, I do know. Oh, no, I do they know didn't. about this. I do know about this, actually. <laughs> yes, they did. Yes. They're looking for the best gift wrapper yeah. in America. It's going to be cute. I think that's Is it going to be cute? I think so. I like these shows that take like a small craft and make it much bigger. I'm into that. Yeah, yeah. So, Rap Battle. Yeah. Freeform tonight. There's yeah. no way I can stay further away from that. Okay. <laughs> uh, on Tuesday on Netflix, if you didn't get a chance to see Mike Birbiglia's show, the new one at the Amundsen here in L.A., which just closed over the weekend, actually, they filmed uh, a version of the special uh, in New York earlier this year, uh, and it premieres on Netflix Tuesday night. Oh, it's, cool. uh, it's his one-man show. I don't know if you remember his original one-man show, which was all about him sleepwalking. So good, yeah. What a problem that was. So in this new show, he has a kid now, uh, but the problem is he still sleepwalks. Oh, no. So, so his uh, comedy routine is sort of all about what he's doing to protect the kid. He sleeps in his own room. He uh, wraps sheets around his hands. He's got sort of a contraption uh, to basically not hurt the infant, which yeah. wow. doesn't sound funny. That's scary. But, yeah, it sounds more scary than yeah. funny. But it's Mike Birbiglia. He's a very funny guy, he's and great. he finds a way to make it really entertaining. And uh, the, Sleepwalk With Me was his one-man show, but then he turned it into an actual film based on his experience as a sleepwalker, and that movie's also very, very good. Yeah, yeah, so definitely check that out. Uh, so Allie's not here, but uh, in her spirit, uh, there are 13 new Christmas movies premiering this wow. week. Wow, we 13. thought we were going to get away from this. Didn't, right. know, didn't know you were bringing it to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're uh, across Hallmark, Lifetime, Own. Everyone's got originals all week long. But Millie if... <laughs> <laughs> So if that's not enough, Netflix on Thanksgiving has a show called Merry Happy Whatever. It's an eight-episode Christmas-themed family comedy starring Dennis Quaid. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's created by Everybody Loves Raymond writer Tucker Cowley. So hmm. uh, it might be interesting. Yeah. It might be worth checking out. If you don't want to watch the movies, then maybe this series will work for you. Uh, but my pick this week uh, is actually, you guys got the Apple TV? I have it. Yeah, you've mm -hmm. been watching uh, Morning Show? Or Not Morning Show, I watched the Moon one a little. Yeah, For All uh, Mankind. For All Mankind, and then I'm, I'm hoping to get more into it during the break. Yeah, and then there's C, which is that uh, crazy Jason Momoa, Momoa show, show right, which yeah. is, is that is a bad S. Mm -hmm. Is that uh, your pick or no? No, that is not my okay. pick. So my pick is one of the better entries from, from Apple+. Plus. It's actually called Servant, mm. and it's from M. Night Shyamalan. Oh. so Because that's a hit or miss. Yeah, that, that's either, yeah. Yeah, yeah. go either way. Well, this one, I've, I've seen the first four episodes. Episodes, and so far, it's a hit. All right. uh, I, I, it's classic M. Night, sort of going back to his original movies. Uh, it stars Lauren Ambrose and uh, Toby, 
Toby Kebbell, they play a young professional couple in Philadelphia who tragically lose their kid, so they replace it with one of those creepy, lifelike dolls. Oh, oh I'm in. Very you know, good. I'm those, in already. Yes. Those, those dolls that are like 30 grand, yeah. and they feel like a baby, the they look like right a baby. Yeah. yeah. So the idea is Lauren Ambrose's character kind of like thinks it's her actual baby. You know, she... <laughs> Isn't that <Yeah>. creepy? <laughs> she 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 goes through the motions, acts like it's her real baby. So they hire a nanny because she's going back to work. So of course you need a nanny to look after the baby. Right. Sure. So the nanny who is kind of creepy herself comes to town and she starts treating the baby like it's a real baby as well. Okay. So and then other crazy things start happening in a very M night way. So uh, it's it's uh, you know short order series it looks pretty good it's just been renewed for a second season great but the best part jensen yes 30 minutes an episode perfect. oh that is great perfect yeah, that is and great. so what what happens when these go up when or they're up now so they'll be up on thursday okay and so, all four go up immediately or so yeah the first couple go up great. and then like the other shows i think they start to roll out every week after so you that. haven't seen the end of this the only reason i'm asking this is because M. we Night, know about ends and yeah, yeah, me has a problem land in his movies yeah yeah well so we'll see and okay. they're picking it up for a second season so there's not really going to be an end point and anytime yeah. soon. Okay, okay. All right. But I really like what I've seen so Love far. That, so I'm in 100% I'm this that, yeah. weekend. I'm on it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And then other things, if you haven't watched Watchmen yet, are you guys up to Love Watchmen? I'm not, I'm, I'm not caught up, but I'm close. Yeah, I'm yeah. one behind, I think. So, so those were my other picks for this week. Uh, if you haven't caught up on Watchmen, watch Watchmen on HBO. And there's also The Mandalorian over on Disney+. Plus. So check out those. Uh, we mentioned the American Music Awards earlier, mm-hmm. and we talked about Taylor Swift, and we also talked about Shania Twain mm-hmm. and her very unfortunate cover of 21 Pilots. <laughs> I mean, it's not even really a cover. It's, it's yeah, just, sort of just sort of a throwaway. Her, her, it's a yelling. Yeah, it, it was a weird sort of medley of, of uh, popular songs. I'm giving you a zero for the day. If you heard that at karaoke, you'd be like, yeah. get her off stage. Stop, stop. Yeah. I need to have another drink. Yeah, that's Shania Twain. So uh, she she also sang a Taylor Swift song, and Tay-Tay was there, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, she won Artist of the Year as well as Artist of the Decade. Some other winners from last night. Billie Eilish won New Artist of the Yay! Year. Yes. Good on young William Eilish. How could she not? Mm-hmm. Uh, collaboration of the Year with Shawn Mendes and Camila Cabello for Senorita. Uh, tour of the year went to BTS, which was also the favorite duo or group for pop rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite song of the year, Halsey, Without Me, uh, in the rap and hip-hop categories. Cardi B won for favorite artist. Sure. And then Post Malone, favorite album for mm-hmm. Hollywood's Bleeding. Okay. Favorite song, Little Nas X, featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Old Town Road. Be hard to deny that. Yeah. And then favorite artist in alternative rock, so our category, Billie Eilish won again. Yay. So. Yay! She won double. She also performed. was fantastic. Uh, I don't so, remember anyone having a better year than she's had this it's year. It's rare. I mean, it's unbelievable. She has had a fantastic year. Crazy. So Highland Park's own Billie Eilish. Yep. Great for her. Mele Kaliki Maka, <laughs> everybody. It's Brother Mike. Brother Mike? Does Brother Mike like her, Brother too? Mike approved. Okay. That's right. <laughs> and then uh, EDM favorite artist was Marshmallow. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so uh, that was the AMAs. Uh, looking at birthdays. Born this day, November 25, we got Christina Applegate. 
Gate from Dead to Me on Netflix. Great show. Uh, Joel Kinnaman on For All Mankind, the Apple TV Another show we were just show. talking yeah. about. Fantastic. Uh, Dancing with the Stars finishing up tonight. Bruno Tagliari. Glebs fan. Uh, <laughs> uh, win Ben Stein's money, Ben Stein. Uh, Tim Armstrong from Rancid and Operation Ivy, which still love Operation Ivy. Still listen to that album all the time. And then champion eater, Joey Chestnut. I'm Mike Schneider filling in for Allie McKay, and that's what's happening. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. We've been having a conversation off the air. We were just talking to um, uh, Michael Schneider about TV shows yeah. that are coming out. Oh, you, we, you can call me Brother Mike now. Brother Mike. It's, it's okay, Mike. We're friends. <laughs> Great. But we've been talking about this behind the scenes a lot in the office because Dave, the King of Mexico, who's our producer, has told us many different times everything he knows he learned from TV. Well, not everything, but I learn a lot from TV. Like... All right, so let's get into it. This is right. a little scary in that TV can be complete fiction. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, there yeah. is no governing body as to what is said on yeah. the television. So I, I don't know what, what's, what's taught in history classes across the nation, That's right? all I need to hear. Yeah, so so there's <laughs> a, there's certain things like, you know, one of my favorite shows that I, that I loved was Band of Brothers. Right. So I never knew the story of Easy Company and what they did for during World War II and, the, you know, the invasion of Europe and all that. So, so when I learned about Easy Company, I looked into it and learned a little bit what? more about them. That's and, okay. and it's a real thing. Yes. Okay, so that's good that he went and looked it yes, up. Yeah. Right. But uh, you don't look at these things at face value because they're fictionalized scripts at times. Well, like, I, I didn't yeah, I didn't think that the the individual story is sure. that's what's okay. what's happening. But but it taught me into more, just like the Pacific with the Battle of the Midway and and Pearl Harbor, the movie mm-hmm. introduced me to the battle of I mean the raid of Doolittle. Oh, so you're saying basic history stuff. You're so learning basic history from, stuff. Yeah. I gotcha. Yeah, but then you know that happens to me too, in that like I saw Midway and I didn't know what a turning point that was in exactly. World War II. Didn't I had know no it. idea. Yeah, that was a terrible movie, by the way. I but, loved it. But, oh, so, uh, a lot of louds. <laughs> yeah, a lot of louds. Um, but, you know, then a show by the name of Timeless came along, and that's okay. where now, I was like... Now, now I'm having uh, some Yeah, issues. I'm sorry. I thought you said Timeless. Timeless. Okay. Uh, great a show. We're going to take your calls. 1-800-520-1067. If you learn things from TV... Mm-hmm. Now Timeless. Yeah, Timeless. Okay. So before the movie Hidden Figures came out, uh, Timeless told me about the three ladies that helped land the Apollo 11. Oh, okay. But this, is like, but this is like okay. saying I you know, about, you know about history from Quantum Leap. I mean, that's not a real thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, but that was the thing. And I didn't know that story. Mm-hmm. And then I saw that the movie was coming out. But then here's the one that, that really, I was like, whoa, and never, it would have never been covered. Did you guys know that the Lone Ranger was based off a black person? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Wait, yeah. you guys knew that? Yes. Yeah. Wikipedia. Well, I'm not going to look up the Lone Ranger. It's kind of a trivia. I mean, it's also I, one I of those things you hear, like the the stoplight was uh, invented by an African American. Like it's one of those things that you hear about, like that we've kind of whitewashed in history. Yeah, but I, yeah. I mean, listen, all I know of the Lone Ranger, the stupid Army Hammer movie, right? Like <laughs> right, that sure. was. That was terrible. And Maybe I did not what know we that. should be afraid of is the stuff he hasn't learned from TV. That's what I'm saying, because doesn't Johnny Depp play a Native American? <laughs> he in does. Yeah. I mean, that's there's scary. A, there's a lot of issues. Tonto, right? with, or... I've always felt that like watching television, and I do, I commend you on the idea that when you see something, you then go research it more. Yes. That, that's but, important. And, and but, that's... But that there was... are people who like get all of their information from television, from TV shows or movies or whatever, and think that it's fact all the way through. That's the more scary part to me. And that is scary. And I hope people don't do that. I okay. 
hope they they're like me because I'm awesome and I know <laughs> what to do. I know that there's there's something that like that is the basis of a movie or an episode or a TV show, and I go, oh, that's interesting. I want to know the real story. Okay. Did, did like, you learn the thing about the windshield wipers from a TV show? Right. Uh, no, but okay, see, good, I was right dumb. in that the movie the guy got hosed. So screw the windshield wipers <laughs> in general. What I'm, I feel bad for that guy. What I'm scared about is that I think some people are learning about the Lone Ranger thing right now, thanks to Dave. So <laughs> yes. there's kind of like this inception <laughs> right. right now happening. Yeah, Dave's oh, our teacher. Look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I, I'm up. shocked that you guys knew that. I yeah. mean, I, did you learn that in school? I did not. No, I, like I said, there's like always yeah. facts that like you, we've whitewashed. That's one of them. Yeah. yeah, it does seem. Yeah, you're totally right. It's yeah. like you learned it along the way, but you didn't necessarily learn it in school. Yeah, yeah. Mike. Well, I have one. You do. Um, you know, it's a little more specific than Dave's, I okay. think. But uh, you guys remember Punky Brewster? Oh yes, right? <laughs> sure. Just, and, yeah, go ahead. And you remember the episode where her friend Sherry was yeah. like locked in the refrigerator? I mean, the I, biggest episode. <laughs> I never knew that those old refrigerators locked from the inside. And that maybe that's not where you want to hide when you're playing hide and go seek. By the way, a good warning for TV. Yeah, like I, I didn't know as a kid either. And they were playing hide and seek, and she got locked in, and she was gone for like what hours. Do you mean locked yeah. in the inside. You mean locked from you the can't outside? Open it from the inside. Right. So, so yeah. locked from the outside. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. She, she couldn't open from the inside. Yeah. yeah. Okay. She well, she couldn't open it. She right. couldn't open it yeah. from the inside. Yeah. And so that was like it was almost like a PSA. Yeah. Because also like they they had to perform CPR on her. Yeah. So in some ways they also said, "Hey kids, learn CPR. So See? help your friend when she's locked in a refrigerator while you're playing hide and go seek." That's a good one. One other one was remember. Different Strokes, the episode where Kimberly <laughs> washes her hair outside and it turns green <laughs> because of acid rain. So acid as a kid, what? that was really the what first time happened? that I like was really conscious of pollution and climate and, and maybe you shouldn't wash your hair outdoors because it'll turn green. Thank you, the late, great Dana Plato, for, so for you, teaching me that. You still... B- believe that I, I you, never have washed my hair outdoors. Okay. Are you right. nervous about acid rain still? Mm. You, you never know. Dana Plato had other things to be worried about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this, this, this is true. Things. This yeah. is true. All right, we're going to take your calls coming up. You learned something from TV, and what was it? We'll take mm-hmm. your calls one eight hundred five two zero one zero six seven. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock KROQ. Let's take one phone call. Let's make it uh, Bryce in Irvine. Good morning, Bryce. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you. We're talking about things that you learned from TV or movies. Uh, yeah, so I went recently watched the Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, the new Quentin Tarantino film, and I actually researched the Charles Manson murders and the trials and everything. Oh, so you ended how, up like, actually went down. you did the right thing though, is you went back and actually learned all of the actual facts behind the case. Correct. Yeah, right. because the big problem with that movie is that people think he rewrote history for Bruce Lee. A lot of people were like, oh, that's not a- actually how it went down and stuff. So I guess it's good that you went to read the yeah. book and figure out, you know, Helter Skelter and such. But yeah, don't. It's a racist portrayal of Bruce Lee, I hear. Yeah, and the, there's an actual stuntman who went on to the, uh, the old movie set and actually went to go check on the man who actually lived there. So that was something that they got right. See? Okay. All right. Bryce is learning things from television go. and movies. The team of rejects, outsiders, underdogs. The Kevin and Bean Show. I'm in. K-Rock. We are talking about things that you learned from TV or movies. And I was talking during the break. Um, Apollo 11 yeah. and Apollo 13 taught me a tremendous amount. Yeah. 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 Those, those seem like the right thing. They're very historically yes. correct. Yeah. And then you good. go check and you go, oh, wow, this is really accurate. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And I, amazing, like mind blowing, what happened that I wasn't even aware of. I, I had a friend. We watched Apollo thirteen, and, and when we got out, they uh, said, "How did you know how it was going to end?" 
<laughs> and, and you just said good guess. Oh, yeah. yeah psychic. Yeah. Yeah. You've got to go with it. All right. Let's uh, start with Ken in Santa Clarita. Good morning, Ken. Good morning. So what did you learn from TV or movies? Well, when I was about 10 years old, I was watching Happy Days, and Archie Fondarelli was having trouble figuring out why he couldn't date women. So he was talking with Richie Cunningham, and one of the things they were talking about was brushing your tongue. And so I was like, really? So after that, I started brushing my tongue. And what I remember about it is the dental society had to come out and say, hey, no, that's actually really good because it kills germs in your mouth. So I've been doing it ever since 1976. Wow. And has it worked for you, Ken? He's been doing it since 1976. (laughs) I get it, but I'm saying, like, is he the new Fonz? I feel like you're the new Fonzie for me. Well, that's, that's no, not oh, even close. All right. All right. It's all right. just kind of funny that, you know, you do learn stuff on TV. Hey, listen, next time somebody asks if you're Fonzie, you say yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Kick the jukebox <laughs> for me. Hey. All, right. <laughs> all right. Let's go to uh, Jessica in Los Angeles. Good morning. Hello. Jessica? Jessica. Hello. Nope. Mm, don't think Moving so. Moving on. All right. Let's try Rob in Seal Beach. Good morning, Rob. Hey, guys. How you doing? We are good. Uh, thank you. I learned... I learned everything I need to know about Scientology and Mormonism from South Park. All right. <laughs> okay. Let me just jump in and say, right. not ideal. Uh, I would I would assume the South Park guys have had a very strong opinion on Mormonism for quite some time. Would you like to hear the South Park guys on Scientology? Yes. This is it. actually from South Park. Okay. It all began 75 million years ago. There was a galactic federation of planets which was ruled over by the evil Lord Zemu. He rounded up countless aliens from all different planets and then had those aliens frozen. The cruisers then took the frozen alien bodies to our planet, Earth. At the dawn of man, the souls finally found bodies which they could grab onto. They attached themselves to all mankind, which still to this day causes all our fears, our confusions, and our problems. And I will say this, South Park at the time was flashing, this is truly what they believe. (laughs) Like, that was real. (laughs) Because it does sound like they're just making it It up. It sounds crazy, but they kept, they were flashing, do you remember that? Yeah. Rob, they were flashing the words like, hey, by the way, we're not making this up, it sounds crazy. This is what they believe. Yeah, and and if you watch the the Leah Remini show, they they talk about it, and it's all all right on. And and, uh, for Mormonism, let me read this really great book, it probably doesn't apply to you, Kevin. Uh, called, uh, under the under the banner of heaven, uh-huh. uh, and and it was fascinating because it was almost identical to what they they were talking about in that show. So, are, they, are there a lot of pictures in the book? Or uh, there, there's a couple. Okay. Uh, there might be some puzzles and things that might help. Okay. Yeah, that's not good for me then. Uh, good. Well, it shows you if you're a parent and your kids want to watch South Park, you could learn something from it. I'm not positive that that's the choice uh, you want to make. Drop out of school, watch South Park. <laughs> Kyle in Los Angeles. Good morning. Hey, how's it going? Good morning. Good, morning. thank you. Um, so, uh, I'm a Japanese American, and uh, I didn't know anything about my own culture growing up. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the last samurai came out, I you know I knew it didn't end like that, but uh, <laughs> it kind of it kind of forced me to kind of you know jump on the internet, figure a little bit more out about my culture. You know what happened with like my ancestors. Wow, See, that's good. It seems that like people, is good. The better way of putting it is, it seems like it motivates people to go learn more from TV and movies. Maybe if you're not just like immediately kind of gets them interested. Yeah, like people seem to understand things are the dramatized version. Our fear, our fear with Dave is that he learned whatever he learned from the TV show and just took it as fact. <laughs> yeah. And See, he did I, no research. I thought we were going to have callers saying, I watched Dexter. Right. And, <laughs> and I know now how to murder people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that. <laughs> Thank you for the call, uh, Kyle. Let's take one more phone call. We'll make it uh, Sabrina in Woodland Hills. 
Good morning, Sabrina. Good morning. How has nobody commented about kindness from Mr. Rogers and eating cookies from the Cookie Monster and numbers and letters from Sesame Street? I mean, I mean those are all true. Technically, you're right. And those are actually shows meant to teach you. Mm-hmm. Well, I also learned exactly. from that show not to stay away from anyone named Mr. McFeely. Oh, I loved McFeely. His name was McFeely. I mean, come on. I mean, listen, he's a good dude. Sabrina, Mr. McFeely? Um, I'm going to go with Bert and Ernie. All right. I I get it. Better choice. That's a better choice. Yeah, thank you. It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-Rock. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jen and Cody, Jen and Cody. Go together like sports and trophies. This I tell you, brother. You can't have one without the other. Sports! It's just part of the normal nomenclature now. <laughs> we deserve this. Ugh. We deserve this fate. This whole room. We've normalized it. <laughs> We've normalized it. <laughs> Welcome back to talk about the NFL. Mm-hmm. Let's start with last night's game, if you don't mind. The 49ers destroyed Green Bay. Absolutely destroyed, destroyed them. them. Yeah. Who just, saw that coming? Well, Packers are 0-2 in California this year. Think about that. But they were, they're a, both terrible losses. Yes. Against the Chargers but we thought, and the I did 49ers. Think it was gonna yeah, be more, in California. I yeah. thought it would be more two powerhouse teams, and it was one powerhouse team. It was one powerhouse team with a defense that made... Aaron Rodgers look anemic. Yeah, the and Packers just couldn't establish the run last night, and he admit he admitted that they were just terrible on third down. And is this a sign of what's to come? For because who? well, for 49ers, for both. is it is it the idea is they were tested in a real way? Mm-hmm. I, you assume. I mean, I don't know. The team uh, Green Bay was good till this. I game. feel like the Packers, for as good as they look on paper, have not looked as consistent as we expect them to. And oh, I agree. That's they're, the one thing that I think they're I think, all over the place. I think yeah. I felt that way about the Packers, and I've also felt that way about the Patriots. I feel like Tom Brady has been very exposed this year, and so. I feel like San Francisco is just that dominant, but we're also starting to see the backslide of some of the quarterbacks that we've all come to expect in the league to perform. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of the overall theme of the season. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and and you're seeing these this young group of quarterbacks yeah. just kind of emerge from it, you know, like the Lamar, Lamar Jacks. Yeah. Exactly, the Lamar Jacksons, the Pat Mahomes, which if you can just stay healthy, right. for the yeah, love no of kidding. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think the Packers are really kind of showing that they don't really have a stronghold on the North this year. The mm-hmm. Vikings, who I also feel are just as shaky as the Packers are, I think they're a better team than the Packers. Really well. I think they're going to end up taking the North. The other thing, too, is never count out Aaron Rodgers, especially yeah. this season, yes. because sometimes he'll come back and it's like a four or five touchdown yes, game. But then you see him last night and he really looked bad. Yeah, he's yeah. been yeah. off he and on. Just, but there has been shades of Aaron Rodgers MVP this season. Yes, just there have been. Come yeah, out because when you look at it, you're like, if you had to run a two minute drill, what quarterback in the league yeah. would you want doing it? Yeah, exactly. And most of us would say Aaron Rodgers yeah. or Tom Brady. Or Brady That's what yeah. it comes Drew down Brees. to. Drew Brees. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, Bruce. And any of the Cody's three. high this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe He's high because he had to smoke because he the oh, Raiders. Let's talk God. about the Raiders. Uh, what? Um, what? What? What happened? This came, was, by the way, he came in last week so confident. Oh yeah, he was. It was like kind of depressing it's to watch his team. Jets. What? It's the Jets. They're supposed to beat the Jets. <laughs> uh, that's that's my point. This was a trap that, game. This was a full-on trap game. It looked like it, yeah. And for the record, it was in bad weather. Okay. It was in New York. Right. The Raiders are not good. I I mean, I come in here pretty excited about (laughs) them winning games, but they're not good. You expected them at the beginning of the season to win two games? Maybe two or three games. But they did have three games in a row there before they would end up facing KC. They had three games that looked like they could just walk through them. Yes. This was was the last of the three games Mm -hmm. that should have put them... Honestly, in first place. Yeah. Right. They should be tied with Kansas City right now, or at least holding the, a solo shot of that wild uh, that wildcard yeah. game. Mm. And let's just say the Raiders... Raiders going to Raiders sometime, man. Yeah. They, they, it, was only, it was bound to happen, but I didn't think it was going to be a 31-point loss. I mean, it's weird to see any NFL team get blown out like that. Because yeah, all teams all, are yeah. basically not well, even, especially like this late in the season. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody sort of has worked out their deal, and they know what they're doing, and they're all at least good. Most the thing that Cody has going for him, them, though, is that... What, what do they have? Next is there competition? Season? No, that oh. too. <laughs> I can't wait to see his his mentions, by the way, when we leave the show. There's mm. always a couple of Charger fans that just sure. ride him so mm. hard. I'm not sure the Chargers fans need to be riding anyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, do you have any hope? No, Because no. they're still technically in playoff contention. Oh, yeah, they're in playoff yeah. contention, but they've always been in playoff contention all year mm-hmm. in that... Like, you're in playoff contention right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm always there. Like, the Raiders are not going to make the playoffs. If they make the playoffs, it's a miracle. They're okay. not going to beat the Chiefs this weekend. Right. Um, their only shot was to get that second wild card, and I don't think they're going to get it. Okay. I think they're going to fall off. They're going to lose this week. they got a couple more games they could possibly win. They could feasibly... Almost get the, the double Steelers digits right now, though, and look how they played. Oh, the Steelers aren't going to get that spot either. I think uh, it's going to be anyone else. I, I think. It's, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think I'm it's going to race. I think it's going to be the. Honestly, I think the the Titans are going to take that Is second that right? wild card spot. Yeah, they're they're right in the hunt. They've been playing so good for these last three weeks. Is it tighter, or does it just feel tighter to me right now? Like there's so many teams that are right there. I think it's more that the AFC is not very good. The AFC, you got two teams. That are just going to win. Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, they're going to win. They're yeah, the best right. team in the NFL. Yeah. And then everyone is just kind of landlocked at 500. Yeah. With the exception of the Patriots and the and the Ravens. And then you go over to the NFC and you just got you know four teams that all have almost 10 wins. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's two different leagues right now. I'm yeah. also watching the slow race of the New Orleans Saints are yes. better than they should be. They look like people take them for granted. I think that's also a team you could watch. Yeah, if, Bridgewater kept them in. I think we were all like, well, if they can just stay 500, right. you know, while Breeze got better. And instead, they, op- they I think they surpassed our expectations. Oh, yeah, over, overplayed. And if their defense can, can get healthy, they're going to be tough to beat in the playoffs. I agree. They're, they're really good. I just hope you still have hope next week for the Raiders. I just want to see it. <laughs> I, I want to see it slowly degrade week by week. You knew this was coming. You yeah. knew this depression was coming. This I the, knew. This is the first thing Cody said this year was, yeah. I do not expect anything from the Raiders. But then no, watching him get wins. that false yes. hope was really Hope nice. is painful. <laughs>
key. Hope is painful. That's what I've learned. Uh, as a Cardinals fan. And it seems <laughs> as if people, like the NFL at least, is super irritated with the Raiders, too, they as are. if you needed another hater. No, it's so great. The owners the owners are actually the reason why the Rams came back here. Uh, especially Jerry Jones was a big part of this. Jerry right. Jones pushed really hard to get the Rams back here because he really didn't want the Raiders back here because he was so afraid that their market share would just be huge. Mm-hmm. And it happened anyways. The Rams came here and still, like, they're, the NFL owners are mad because the Raiders are moving to Vegas, which is 300 miles away, and they've completely siphoned off the L.A. market. Most people who live in L.A. are transplant people, so they're not fan. You know, there's more Patriot fans here than there are Ram fans. And that's evident every single week, and there's a home game here. But also, not a home game. Yeah, I agreed. But also, there have always been Raiders fans here. Yes. Always. They, hardcore they, Raider fans. They, they walk leave. among us. <laughs> <laughs> you won't even know who they are. Yeah. <laughs> it's just an army of undercover jugglers. <laughs> right. It is. It is the closest to jugglers that sports have. It is. It is. <laughs> How do magnets work? All right. Let's, <laughs> let's talk L.A. Rams and Baltimore Ravens tonight. Oh, they've been trying to prepare for Lamar Jackson uh, by using John Wolford. And um, I don't know if you know Wolford. He was at Wake Forest, AAF. Um, and then... Is it possible to... You can't no. prepare for Lamar Jackson you can't, right? because, like, he's back there trying to replicate what Lamar does, and he doesn't have his speed. And it's like you can you can run all the routes and do the same thing that he does, but you can't replicate his speed. Yeah, and his the way speed he... and his moves and stuff are unreal, mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. So, do you think the Rams have a chance? Uh, I I would because I really. Sort of don't. I, I'd put it right around a zero percent. <laughs> uh, it's it's not because the Rams are bad. The Rams are underplaying this year, and we know their offense has plenty of di- difficulties, especially if Gurley is banged up even remotely. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, it's not so much about the Rams. This is just the this Ravens team is that good, and and Lamar's just that dangerous. You know, like you can prepare for a quote unquote running quarterback, but preparing for a running quarterback with a guy that can move a little versus. Preparing for the guy that can make a 45-yard run are completely different things. Two different things, things yeah. yeah. And also, weirdly, I looked it up. It's only three and a half points. They're only favored right? by three and a half points. I'm so. blown away by Me that. Me too. Wow. I couldn't believe it. So That's crazy. 30 points. That's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys for coming in. We always appreciate it on uh, Mondays. Uh, Swings and Misses is the name of the uh, podcast. You can look for it at radio.com. Just type in Swings. And thank you for coming in. We appreciate thank it. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you so you guys. much. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Filling in all day for Allie McKay has the senior editor at Variety, Michael Schneider. Mm-hmm. You've been doing a great job. Oh, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Dr. Mike? <laughs> Brother Mike as well. Brother Mike? Yep, yep. <laughs> uh, so, American Music Awards were last night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, you saw some some clips. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched the whole show for you guys. Thank you yeah. for us. That was nice. You know, Falling I, on the sword. Mm-hmm. I, I do my homework. Mm-hmm. So, Taylor Swift, of course, was honored as Artist of the Decade and won five competitive awards, bringing her grand total to 28, which is now more than anyone else in the history of the AMAs, beating out Michael Jackson, who previously had the record at 24. Uh, but the big news was whether or not Taylor was going to be able pre- to perform some of her classic hits. And explain why. Uh, because, you know, uh, Big Machine, which is the company owned by Scooter Braun and Scott Borchetta, now own the rights to those songs. And for a while, it looked like they weren't going to let her perform those songs. They said it was a misunderstanding. They worked out a deal with the producers. She was indeed able to write those songs. Matter of fact, Scooter Braun was uh, complaining the other day that he was getting death threats because he wasn't letting her do these because songs. Because there's, but... a, there's a bit of a history between the two. Taylor Swift believes that Scooter Braun basically has hurt her career in the past and that he went out of his way to purchase it as a spite move. Uh, I mean, legally, it does seem like it should be her music. Yeah, but she yeah. doesn't own it. It's yeah. always weird when yeah. someone else owns yeah. music of someone that doesn't, like, they don't want them to own it. That's a weird feeling. 
So, so Taylor didn't really say much about it, but she did open her uh, performance by singing uh, a, por- a brief portion of her song, The Man, in yeah. which she talked about how she would be more successful if she had been a man. Uh-huh. So that was seen as a veiled reference to Scooter Braun and, uh, and Scott Borchetta. Uh, but the show otherwise uh, was pretty interesting. You had some, uh, you know, Lizzo was there, Selena Gomez, who was a bit pitchy at her start. Uh, Camila, Camila Cabello did a couple songs, Halsey. And then there was Ozzy Osbourne with uh, Post Malone and Travis Scott. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the uh, the show Did ended. Did they set Ozzy on fire? Is I, that what I, I it saw? looked like it. It looked like Ozzy was on fire. He was in a throne, a throne of fire. Okay, and I think he's okay. All right, I don't know. Reality. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if anybody could survive it, it would be Ozzy. Yeah, I feel like there's a chance he hasn't been around for seven years. And they've just been walking his corpse around? Yeah. Very possible. It could be reanimated. No one would know. know. Yeah, So, but but he was there. But the performance of the night, we saved it for the end, apparently. Uh, So you remember Shania Twain? Uh, Yes. Like like new country, 1990s, 2000s? She was massive in the 90s. Yeah. She was huge. She's kind of been off the the, the radar for the past couple of years. I know she did Vegas a little bit, yeah. some residency stuff, and that's really it. So this was, I think, her big comeback. She came out. She played a bunch of her hits, a medley of her hits. But before she did that, she did a medley of some newer songs. Uh, you know, songs like Rockstar by Post Malone. And uh, she did God's Plan by Drake. Mm-hmm. And then she also uh, strummed a few uh, lines of 21 Pilots. Zero for effort, uh, zero for style, zero for star quality, mm. and you know what? I'm being generous. I okay. have another song she did. Oh, good. Yeah, I heard it. Not, I don't, it's not the same. She's I losing re- I don't step. remember her from yeah, that. Uh, covering Yoko Ono was a choice yeah, was. as well. <laughs> She's also just like screaming. It's yeah. Not, yeah. yeah. It's, it's not so, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, so that was the AMAs. Uh, also in the news, we talked about Disney. They're having a great weekend because uh, number one at the box office was Frozen 2, which mm-hmm. did huge. Uh, but uh, on, on Disney Plus, the new service, uh, The Mandalorian has been making some headlines. So you guys have been watching Mandalorian. Watch first a couple episodes. Yeah, watch a little bit. I know you love it, Jensen, because mm-hmm. every episode has been pretty short like the first was 40 minutes the second was only 30 minutes they've been trying to keep it very comedy very almost sitcom based yeah. at least feeling wise yeah 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 so this is very much in your wheelhouse yes baby yoda is a thing that's a thing and that seems like it's everyone's wheelhouse yeah baby yoda the cutest thing on tv the, <laughs> i watched it with my kids the first weekend they're like dad we got to go to target we got to get one of those mm-hmm. they're not in stores this is a rare sort of unusual situation where where Disney did not have toys ready. This is why you fail. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe they wouldn't have seen a picture of this baby Yoda and not immediately thought of the 7,000 different no, there, items it creates. There has to be another reason. There's no way they would just miss that. Well, the reason that they're giving is that John Favreau, who's behind the show, uh, didn't want to surprise people. Or he did. I'm sorry. He did want to surprise people. He didn't want it out. And sometimes if you start to manufacture toys, it leaks out. Oh, photos. Mm. Like it, all the Apple stuff that they're planning for next year, all that kind of yeah, stuff, so somehow makes its way out. Exactly. Yeah. So so he wanted it to be a complete surprise. So as a result, they didn't start manufacturing toys until now. 
Uh, I don't know how much I believe of that because Disney does love money, yeah. mm-hmm. from what we understand. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, they are now saying that these toys are going to be available for the holidays. They're not in stores at the moment, but in the next few weeks, they're going to start to roll out at places like Target. Yeah, cash is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll be able to buy plush toys, T-shirts, uh, the whole works. Uh, you can pre-order the toys even now, uh, and hopefully they'll be in in a couple of weeks so your kids will actually have them under the tree come Christmas time. But What uh, are they calling this character? Because I know that's a big thing. It's not It's not actually Baby yeah. Yoda. Right now they're just calling it the child. Hmm. So we don't know a lot about the character, and I think that's part of the, the allure. You know, there was a question, is it the reincarnated Yoda? Yeah. Is it the spawn of Yoda? It's a 50-year-old character, but, you know, that species ages very slowly, which is why, the you know, Yoda, as we knew it, was, what, 900 yeah. years or something? Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So the, Baby Yoda is like 150? Baby Yoda is is fifty right now, <laughs> yeah. so he really is fifty. Whoa. So so we'll see those toys in a couple of weeks. You can buy a janky Yoda on eBay right That's now. That's my favorite but, janky uh, Yoda. But nonetheless, uh, we also uh, Walking Dead. You guys still watch Walking Dead? You know uh, I'm off. I, I tapped out. I sort of tapped out as well. Yeah. You? Yeah. The, you still watch? I, I I dip in and out. I don't watch it every week anymore because I kind of feel like you can now dip in, watch an episode, and then go away for a couple weeks it's and sort then come of the back. Same stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, but nonetheless, they still see it as a, a franchise, and AMC is going to do a third series. They just announced the title to the third spinoff. It's called The Walking Dead: World Beyond. And it's going to be a little different because it's about characters that haven't really had to face the zombie apocalypse because they've been sort of holed up and they didn't ha- they haven't had to learn how to kill or, or do some of the things that the characters in the so other shows have done. They're basically just restarting. Just restarting. Yeah. So the idea is something happens that forces these newbies outdoors and now they're going to have to learn how to combat the zombies. They just announced Julia Orman has joined the cast. She'll play, play a character called Elizabeth, described as the charima- charismatic leader of a large, sophisticated and formidable force. It's uh, it's it's set to debut in the spring, so we shall see. All right. Yeah. So It's not realistic. <laughs> it's just not realistic. Uh, I'm looking at the official Baby Yoda shirts. Yes. They have went live on like a Hot Topic and Box Lunch sites, mm-hmm. and I guarantee you they didn't they didn't have merchandise ready. Yeah. Oh, because it's, it's just like it's thrown together. It's literally like a photo. Yeah. On a on a white T-shirt, it's just like uh, pressed on it. It, it, it they. Wow. They dropped the ball. Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess we'll, we'll start to see those in a couple of weeks. Uh, finally, uh, this weekend was Kanye West's uh, opera, mm-hmm. his his uh, Nebuchadnezzar. So, Jensen, what's Hallelujah. there? We go. Uh, it's an <laughs> opera, yes. Yeah. So it's called Nebuchadnezzar, a Kanye West opera. Mm-hmm. Uh, reviews are definitely mixed. Uh, I think I saw the LA Times call it a Nebuchadnezzar. All right, they got <laughs> they got him good. <laughs> so apparently, it's it's based on the biblical tale of the Babylonian king from the Book of Daniel, and, mm-hmm. and Kanye came out and uh, he he uh, emceed part of it. Uh, but uh, the LA Times uh, report said uh, if this thing had a story, it was pretty hard to tell. It seemed wow. slapped together in a hurry. Uh, it was two hours late. Oh, boy. It didn't what? start for two hours. Oh, no. Uh, they also said it's got almost a Waiting for Guffman vibe, <laughs> where oh, Kanye no. seemed to be frustratingly directing cast members who didn't quite appear to know where they were going oh, or like what they stage. were doing. So, oh, I love it. No, this sounds like a disaster. Oh, now I want to see now it. you kind of want to go, <laughs> right? Yeah, I didn't know. So, I didn't know. Is that bad? I don't know if they're going to do it again, but uh, Nebuchadnezzar are getting some mixed reviews. Of course, the diehards mm-hmm. still love it. They're yeah, still, the, still wearing the, his shoes, still... Sure. Still pretending he didn't say he's a Trumper? Sure. The Kanye apologist, so I guess so. 
Uh, well, uh, birthdays, November 25, born today, Christina Applegate, Joel Kinnaman, uh, Tim Armstrong from Rancid, uh, Ben Stein from Win Ben Stein's Money, and champion eater Joey Chestnut. Mm-hmm. I'm Mike Schneider, or Brother Mike, or Dr. Mike, filling in for <laughs> Ali McKay, and thank you so much, all of you. I had a blast. Love you guys, and that's what's happening. Mike, as you know, is the senior editor for Variety. You can follow him at Franklin Avenue. Melikaliki like <laughs> <laughs> to all. Um, a 5 p.m. commercial free hour with Stryker and Klein is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness from the SoCal Helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning on all-new Kevin and Bean Show, we have um, Brad Williams. Yes, he's going to be Alley. filling in for Ali. Yeah. We have comedian Jay Moore joining us as well and your Thanksgiving nightmares as well tomorrow. It's Kevin and Bean! K-Rock K-R-O-Q. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.